So, Randy, I got an interesting email last night after dinner. After dinner? After dinner. Um, well, it's interesting because my son is a aspiring – we've talked about this before. Yeah. He's an aspiring social media influencer. He's well on his way. Yeah, so as a podcaster, we share our ideas and everything with each other. And his are usually better. Yes, they are. Um, so I was – in conversation, I mean email conversation yeah. with American Idol because Jay Copeland is one of Delmarva's own. And I'm like, how could I miss out in this opportunity if it's going to be an opportunity? I got to send that email and, and pitch it, right? So I did, and they got back to me. And they're like, let me talk to Jay. So um, they talked to Jay, and I forwarded that course i mean I, I told my son and my my we have a group text family group text like hey check it out check it out i'm very very excited at maybe at some point in my podcasting career i will this will feel like old hat to me but right mm -hmm. now this is kind of exciting for me yeah so sharing my family so i send that email correspondence to my son he's like yeah that's really cool well, i didn't hear anything back from american idol which i you know i kind of expected they're pretty busy yeah they got got something big going on right now 20th season you know yeah so i i sent a follow-up email I hit respond, and I said, hey, Sarah, just checking in, see if you'll meet with Jay. Crickets, I don't hear anything. Mm -hmm. So I go into my email, and I realize I have responded to my son, not to Sarah. <laughs> so Total old guy move. Yeah, about two hours after I responded with um, to the actual correct person, she got back to me. She's like, oh, yeah, 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 let me talk to Jay. And then she says, you know, she asked about, some logistical questions, when I can do it and everything. And I said, all I need is a little bit of time to prepare the logistics because I'm an in-person interviewer usually. So yeah. this will be – I did one by FaceTime. Um, and she gets back to me in a few minutes and says, how's tomorrow morning? <laughs> and I'm like preparing for bed. And we have another podcast that we are already scheduled to record today. Yeah. So um, it's cool though because – the next podcast we're doing with Brent Lewis in just a few minutes here is about Hollywood on the Eastern Shore. Perfect. And to warm up for that, we add legitimate Hollywood called us. And we had an interview with Jay Copeland. You hear Hollywood a lot on American Idol. Yes, you do hear Hollywood a lot. So this was a lot of fun. Um, for people who wonder, uh, Jay is as genuine as he seems. He, I mean, there's, there's no pretense yep. to him. Absolutely zero um, grandiosity. Mm -hmm. Like that word is bigger than his head is. Yes. <laughs> you know, I was just about to say, like, you know, in my life, and I'm a, you know, a radio show host, and I've, I've, I've done sports stuff. I've had the opportunity to talk to a lot of quote unquote famous people or somewhat famous people. And, you know, there's sometimes where you can tell they can't wait to get out of the interview or it's just a chore for them. He looked like he legitimately enjoyed the time we spent yeah. with him, and, uh, and it's early. He, I mean, he's up early. He woke up extra early on their very busy schedule, which he gets into uh, just to just to be a part of it. So that was pretty awesome, just to see you know the the genuineness of of him and legitimately being excited that early in the morning to be uh, on a podcast. Yeah. yeah, was it his first podcast? We'll have to find out. But you know, let's just get to it because I know that's what these people want to hear. They want to hear from Jay. Um, so. Delmarva's own American Idol contestant, Jeremiah J. Copeland. Thank you. Do, now, now, do you remember when we met? Yes, you were at Rise Up and I was yes. on FaceTime. Yeah, so that, I thought that was a cruel joke. 
Um, but you know, right, because you, know. you were you said that I would told you that I didn't want any more tickets from the university police. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right yeah. now, it has to be exempt. All tickets. I should. Can I park anywhere I want to now, or is it? I still have to park legally. Well, I am. Um, I'm at the wrong <laughs> wrong end of that ladder <laughs> to, to get rid of. I'm just kidding. I'll follow the rules. I'll follow the rules. <laughs> well, good morning, Jay. It's really early where you are. Is that? Do you always get up that early for Idol? No. What time is it right now? It's six twenty-four. Unless it's something really, really, really important. Yeah, like but. Us. Most of the time, our call time is like at 8, 8.30. Okay. Well, I appreciate you getting up. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Do you know yes. what Cinco de Mayo is? No. Yeah, me I, <laughs> we should look that up, though. It's, because uh, if we're going to celebrate it, we should know. I don't want to get it wrong. So I'd rather, I know of it, but I'm just, I'd rather just look it up before I speak, you know. Similar, Jay. I think it's a lot like uh, St. Patrick's Day where us in the U.S. celebrates it more than Mexico We're just does. terrible. Just yeah, like we're just... It is in, in Ireland. Culturally terrible. We need to just do better. <laughs> what does like your typical day look like during Idol Week? And obviously, you've, you've got a lot of work to do. I don't think people understand how much work goes into what you do for those performances. Oh, yes. It's not just, oh, practice with the band and go sing on Sunday for a live show. No, it's not like that at all. So I try to, for my self-care, I try to like work out early, like in the morning for me, because I just have to do that to help myself for a long day. So we wake up, we get called, we go downstairs to the lobby. Maybe every, remember three days out of the week, we COVID test. And then um, we go to our trailers. We have vocal coaching. We have wardrobe. We have to do, uh, you know, dry blocking for the show. And then there's um, uh, camera blocking as well. Uh, and then, you know, there's choreographers that tell us what we could do on the stage, so many things like that. There's sound, and then there's um, what else do we have to do? Um, what else do we do? We do so much. <laughs> and then, you know, with our cycle coaching, what else do we do? Um, interviews. We do a lot of interviews, a lot of B roll, all that stuff to make content for the show. So it's just, and then there's also those mentoring sessions when we have celebrity guests as well. And it's a lot. It's a lot that we we do. You know, um, it's all worth it in the end. What we do is we can film for two hours, and they only show thirty seconds of it on Sunday. Right. So right. it's a lot. <laughs> so take me back to the first time you put pen to paper, or if it, it might have been online when you were when you were auditioning. Did, could you have imagined at that point being where you are now? No, I couldn't. I, I couldn't imagine that because American Idol wasn't in my head whatsoever it wasn't in my plan it wasn't that wasn't nowhere near in my head um i was planning on going to grad school and then the casting producer reached out to me on instagram and asked if she thinks she thought i should audition for american idol and i was like she said she saw one of my videos someone said my video and i was like girl that's that video is 30 seconds i don't sing like that <laughs> wow. I, was like, I was like i only do 30 second videos on instagram i was like i just do it because i love to sing but I'm going to school for acting. And so she's like, no, I really think you could go far. She said, I think you can make top 10. And so I was like, yeah, right, sure. And so I was like, I auditioned for American Idol for the producers, but I'm going to grad school because it's not going to work out, you know. So I auditioned for producers two days and the executive producer, Megan, her name is Megan um, Wolflick, amazing woman. 
And um, she said, she's the one that gave me the yes, the audition for the celebrity judges in the fall. And I was like, what? And I actually auditioned, funny story, at work. <laughs> I auditioned on my lunch break. And um, When was this? How long ago was this? Because, you know, we, those of us, it was in July. Wow. So it's, it's a long process. Very long process. Yeah. So I did that. And then in October, I auditioned for the celebrity judges. Mm-hmm. So at what point were you... I imagine there was a little bit of being starstruck at, at some point. Like, I, I'm going to be standing... Did, do you meet the judges beforehand? Is there any sort of discussion before you enter the room? Like, this is what it's going to be like? Or you just go in there and, and you do it? Well, they tell us what to do and what, what's, what's going to happen. You know, they give us an outline, like, go in there, stand here. But that was our, all of our first time walking and standing in front of Lionel, Katie, and Luke, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Was there anyone that starstruck you there out of out of that bunch, or all three are like, whoa? It was amazing. I don't get starstruck really like that. I never really got starstruck, mm-hmm. um, but it was an amazing feeling. It was like a rush of adrenaline. They didn't look real. They did look fake, but I was like, these people don't even look real. <laughs> um, but it was like an amazing, amazing encounter that um, I'll never forget. You know, um, and. I'm glad I took the risk of dropping out of grad school, and I'm here now. Well, when you took that risk, too, you said you didn't know what to expect. You get the platinum ticket. That instantly changed, like, wow, actually, they're right. I might make the top 10. I, you know, if I get a platinum <laughs> ticket, I'm a, I'm a contender here. Right. I wasn't expecting to get the platinum ticket. I was expecting – I was trying to get two yeses, you know. And so to get the platinum ticket was – I beat my expectation. That was beyond me. That was beyond what I thought I was going to get. You know, and so it was just such a blessing. And this whole this whole experience has really changed my view of life. Mm-hmm. And I hope it can inspire somebody to let them know that it's okay taking a risk, and it's okay. You know, I would rather fail at something I love to do rather than fail at something I don't want to do. So, right. Was there a moment when you were reflecting and thought, "Oh, you know what?" My life has just changed in ways that I didn't know were going to happen in July. Yeah, it's still like there's um there's still like a sense of me like there's still like maybe 75 80% of me feeling like my life hasn't changed. I feel still feels the same, it still feels normal mm-hmm. to me. And so maybe when I get back home it might be different, but it just have, you know, I don't know, it doesn't feel like it's changed. And that maybe that's just me. But that's good. So you're you're from Delmarva, and we were we will refuse to accept a change in Jay, right? That's just kind of how it goes. Um, yeah, you're one of us, and if you come back and pretend like you're not one of us, it, it probably won't go well. Right. Most likely, when I get back to Salisbury, the first thing I'm going to do is go to the YMCA and work out. Okay. So <laughs> this is how I am. Are you sure you want to make that public? <laughs> That's fine. I'm pretty sure, like, that, I, it's okay. I got to do it. I'm pretty sure people are going to stop me in between each right, rep. Right. But it's okay. <laughs> I got to do it. I, that's just my normal routine. I'll go to the gym. I'll go, like, twice a day. It's just, like, what I do. Even the YMC, they know that I go there all the time. I'm always working out. So everyone knows uh-huh. that knows because I'm going to be there. So it's a party at the YMCA now. You're going to have yeah. a long line of spotters, I think, ready for you, ready to, to help you out. <laughs> yeah. It's just a line just a out line the door out. of the YMCA. It is interesting how many uh, people, obviously, 
you know, gravitate towards you on their social media posts, these sorts of things. So many people are going, oh, here's Jay here. I mean, you know so many people, and uh, it's really cool to see this community. And I think in these times, it's good to have a community rally around something, and you've been a bright light. Yeah. Um, so how has that experience been? Have you been able to come home some? Like, when was the last time you were home and, and really could feel like you were home? I've been home in over a month. I've been in L.A. for the majority of this time. Um, it does feel good that the community can rally against something that's really positive instead of rallying for something that's, you know, maybe, you know, rallying for something that is maybe political, that's, you know, politically that you know, negative or rallying over someone that got shot or, you know, it's good to, to see the community rallying over something that's so positive that we can celebrate over something that's so positive. And I'm glad that I can have people connect that way. That's what I want my music to do. I want my life to be able to make people feel good and feel good about coming together. And, you know, I saw that yesterday. They had, um, they actually had like a, a rally yesterday and I saw that and I just, you know, that's, those are the things that make me so happy that Salisbury is doing, you know, that we're not gathering because of our RIP, rest in power, rest in peace, you know, um, and that just fills me up with so much joy that they are so it just makes me happy that they're happy you know so that's that's amazing i saw like a hashtag it said hashtag salisbury's favorite son and that was that probably made my whole entire day i was like that is so cute (laughs) yeah of course everybody got on top of the garage downtown salisbury like thousands of people it seemed like turned out and obviously that's just the community behind you and uh, it's got to feel good so are you able to kind of keep those connections your phone's always blowing up i'm sure too right Yes, my phone's always blowing up. I mean, I can't text everybody back because it just gets overwhelming. So, like, I see it, and I don't want people to think that I'm ignoring them. It's just, like, I – there's got to be a point in time where you just turn your phone – like, you just don't look at your phone, you know? So I try to keep everyone in, you know, even, like, with interviews. Like, I know a lot of people are trying to interview me. Obviously, it has to go through uh, Beautiful Sarah. So, um, yeah, and it just – I mean, I'm so sorry that I can't, I'm not, it's feel, it feels like I'm ignoring them, but I'm not, I promise you. It's just, it's a lot here. Idol has us doing a lot, so I can't personally go out. I'm like, yeah, I can do this interview, I can do this interview, I would love to. But sometimes just get, it gets exhausting mentally, you know, where all the other contestants, like, we're human, and we all have breaking points, you know? So, um, it's not just, we just don't sing here. We do a lot more than that, and it's a great experience. I loved it. Um, would I re-audition again? No. But <laughs> I will reminisce on the time that I had here. And um, it was such an amazing experience that you really have to have tough skin for. You have to have the mental capacity as well. Don't audition for American Idol if you feel as if you're going to break really quickly. Because people will, there will be, I, I'm receiving all this positive feedback, but there are so many negative comments as well on my artistry. So, and I have to, and there comes a time where I have to realize that if you don't like it, then don't watch it, you know? So, and that's, and it's not, you know, me being narcissistic or cocky, it's me taking care and protecting myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you though, since you brought up the negativity, um, cause I was going to, I wonder, are you ever able to kind of flip the script on that and see a negative comment and turn it into a constructive criticism? Um, I mean, and I don't, I don't mean like from the judges. I mean, from the Twitter judges that are like, they don't. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I don't take their criticism at all because it's what I, with me, if you're not, it's so from this experience, 
and a lot of people like to give us advice. A lot of people on social media and Twitter, and a lot of them aren't music professors. A lot of them aren't trained in music. A lot of them don't know anything about music. They're just talking their talk, you know? And with me, uh, I was talking to other contestants. If you haven't been on this show or any competition show, you shouldn't be saying anything because you don't know how, what it's like here. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if you don't know the ins and outs of what the show is about and what we have to go through, then their comments are null and void. Yes, we would take their suggestions. Like if they want me to sing a certain song, like, okay, that's fine. Like I realized that people wanted me to show, you know, sing a ballad. And I, and I was like, okay, I like me personally, I love singing upbeat songs because I don't like slow and depressing songs, but that's what America wanted. And so yeah, I was yeah. like. So when I watch, particularly when you sang the Bruno Mars, um, I, I came to a realization about, now R&B is not, it's just not my thing. I don't have a problem with it. It's just not my go-to. My go-to is actually kind of weird. When I'm driving down the road, I turn on movie scores like from Forrest Gump or from don't tell my friends but wow. Harry <laughs> because when I when I'm having a stressful day and I have this music going and I look out my window I almost feel like I'm in the movie because what these scores do for us in the movie is they bring out the emotion in us and I've learned that myself I want to be I want to feel emotion first and then I want to be impressed but that's me, you know. So it's got it's got to be difficult when you know, literally millions of people are watching you with an opinion, <laughs> you know. So it's so, a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. And so I, at this point, to get to the end of my experience, you want to know, like truthfully, my experience, I can't do what I want to do on Idol. I have to do what America wants, right? Because they're the one who are vote who, who who's voting. So. Uh, me, I, I consider myself a pop soul singer, you know, but a lot of people, they want to hear, um, they want to hear ballads. Mm -hmm. America is in the spot where they want to feel emotion. They want someone to be sad, someone to feel the pain, someone, to, you know, yeah. they want that, those type of things. So I'm like, if that's what they want, I have to give it to them if mm -hmm. I want to keep going. And that's one of the things that I've learned in this competition is that it's really not about you. It's about what America wants. And so, um, and I'm willing, I'm willing to do that, you know? And that's why I've been giving ballads because they, they're making a connection with that. Um, and so it's, it's, it's so, it's so interesting. It's such an amazing experience to see how this competition works and how you have to like weave out what people, you know, what certain people want, you know, but it's always, you just got to make sure that if you do, you shouldn't read comments, the bad comments, but if you do, you just got to have tough skin and realize that they're not in your shoes, you know? Right. Well, you've had great support from the community and all across because you know you, people are big fans of yours that discover your music now. What can surprise, people do to help you know, keep you going? This Sunday, it's the support that I've received. Like it's so amazing. Like also, I'll see like back even if I see a negative comment, I'll see someone from Salisbury just bunch, bunch, bunch. And I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, Christ! They really got my back, and so that's that makes me feel so good, you know. So, yeah. yeah. At what point do you make the decision on a song? So, what's the, um, the days are going Thursday? This is Thursday. Uh, have you made a decision about Sunday's song at this point? Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Oh, you want another song? I think I can say the song. Right there. Yeah. Okay. I'm singing. Um, I have nice to TikTok around this Sunday, and I'm singing. Um, I have nothing by Whitney Houston. Okay. Ooh, that's gonna be awesome. So, how can people vote on Sunday? Do we know your number? I know it changed this past week. 
or right now yeah right now my number is the same so i would just i would just keep that number the same and the the other way you can vote 30 times you know 30 times through the app i mean 10 times through the app 10 times online and then 10 times through the text message so right now my number is the same so i would just keep that unless you know but i would just always make it tentative you know um, because as it slims down, it won't be seven people. It'll be five people. So then someone, our numbers might change again from one to five, you know? Um, so I would just, just be, but I was so, I was a little afraid that cause I've been one for so long. I was like, Oh, I'm cut for sure. I said, these people about to start uh, vote for number one and I'm five. And so, but people have been actually watching and on their toes. So mm-hmm. that to see the support from Saul's, not only Saul's, but from Maryland in general, it's probably been one of the most heartwarming things I've experienced to see that so many people are rooting for me, even if I didn't know them or they didn't know me before, just because I'm from Maryland, they have shown so much support and I just, I'm forever grateful, you know, forever grateful. Everyone's at least acting like they know you. That's for sure around. So right. They feel like we know you now. That's the good news. <laughs> that's fine. Cause they do know me. They know me. They know me from TV, you know? It's amazing so, how many friends your friends, friends have, right? Have, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I would be friends with everybody if I could. So if I meet them, we're friends, you know? So we're friends now. I like it. We're friends now. I'm friends with yeah. Randy and Jeff. That's right. <laughs> and Jeff is going to make sure that I don't get any more tickets at SU. <laughs> uh, I'll do my best. I'm afraid my best is, might not be good enough for it. I, I can guarantee. I can guarantee no more tickets for you. Here's how: only park where you're supposed to park. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because I would be late for class, and I had to do what I had to do. I was like, I would be like, I'll sacrifice that thirty dollars ticket. <laughs> well, Jay, we wish you well. We thank you for your time. I know it's a busy schedule. People, uh, again, it's not just Sunday. You wake up and sing. Um, there's a lot of work that goes into it. So this has been awesome. Yes, America. There's a lot of work to be done here. Send help. <laughs> we will we'll send our votes we'll send our I'm prayers and energy so uh, again thanks for waking up so early to talk to us uh, it, it means a lot and I hope this helps we're, we're doing what we can yes thank you for inviting me on your podcast I'm, hey, this hey. is my first podcast Wait, uh, uh, yeah you have an open invitation for when this is all over we don't care um, the result the Anything result again. yeah of course we expect that you will win uh, because you're that good and you're working that hard. But if you don't, uh, the door is open. Thank you. All I right. appreciate it. Wait, would I have an invitation if I went to? Of course. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Listen, I know I'm, I'm not as dumb as I look, man. <laughs> <laughs> Almost, but not quite. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for inviting. I hope I answered your questions well. You did. You did. Hey, I got one more. One. What happened? Was there any, like, when Lionel Richie was announced, he's a Hall of Famer now? I saw that. I said he deserves that. Like we know that he was um, he was nominated. And I was like, this man has to be inducted too. Like, so I know that's gonna be a big thing on Sunday. That's gonna be a huge thing for sure because he deserves it. He's such a kind-hearted man. So he just he deserves all of that. He deserves all his flowers while he's here. And so yeah, I have one question for him. When you win, I want you to come back with this answer. Okay, you know that song he sings. That's uh, I think it's like "Say You Say Me." Say you say me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ask him for me, okay? It because this is a great song. You're out there dancing with your loved, your loved one, and then the bridge happens. What? Yeah. What, what do you do with that bridge in the middle of a love song? Like all of a sudden, <laughs> like, <laughs> the bam, bam, yes. yes. That's the only question I'd ever have for Lionel Richie's. What's up with that bridge? I will ask him for sure. I'm like Jeff Scott wants to know what's up with this bridge. Yeah, yeah. For this- he, he, 
he has an open invitation as well. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll let him know. <laughs> All right, All right hey, Jay. Thanks, man. We're going to let you go. I know you got a long day, and we will see you Sunday. See you Sunday. Right, I'll be voting. Thanks for listening to Delmarva's Own Podcast, where today we talk to Delmarva's Own American Idol contestant, Jay Copeland. Now, obviously, we want you to vote early and often for our boy, Jay. You can do this up to 30 times. 10 times on the American Idol app, 10 times on the American Idol website, and 10 times by text. Let's help Jay bring this thing home. Now, there was no winner for last episode's $50 Amazon gift card, so we're offering it up again this week. All you have to do is answer one easy question. Here it is. Jeff and Jay went back and forth a bit about Jay's problematic parking tickets he accrued while he was in college. What advice did Jeff give Jay to ensure he never received any tickets in the future when he visits his alma mater, Salisbury University, or anywhere else for that matter? Use the leave us a message button at delmarvasown.com to tell us the answer. Make sure to leave us information about how we can contact you to make sure you get the Amazon gift card. As always, Jeff has written a blog article about this episode's guest. This week, he's answered some questions about Jay and provided some details that weren't part of the podcast. For instance, what did Jay Copeland and Justin Bieber have in common? You can find the answer in the blog article at delmarvasown.com. If you like this episode, do us a favor and share it with a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to get the word out. If you didn't like this episode, we'd like to hear about that too. Use that leave us a message button on delmarvazone.com for anything you'd like to communicate to us. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever it is you get your podcast and leave us a five-star rating and a positive review if you're so inclined. Today's guest was American Idol contestant and Salisbury native Jay Copeland. The episode was hosted by Jeff Scott and Randy Scott. No, they're not brothers. The podcast was written, sound engineered, edited, and produced by Jeff. Thank you to American Idol and ABC for helping with access to Jay especially to Sarah. You know who you are. You deserve a race. See you next time, Delmarva.